Well, I am definitely not sitting at my desk in Melbourne today. I have made my way overseas, my first trip since the big C, and I'm coming to you today from Bangkok in Thailand. And it's so exciting to remember how much I love travel, how much I love exploring, and of course, how much I love eating my way around the city. Bangkok is one of the best places in the world to do that. And I have been blessed with the guidance of a previous guest on Dirty Linen, Zenon Misko, uh, also on the internet as Roaming Bangkok, and now an author at Roadbook, an online travel guide, is based in Bangkok um, for the past couple of years and for the foreseeable future. And he has devoted himself to eating his way around this exciting city. I am with him right now. He's just taken us for an extraordinary congee breakfast and I'm going to get him to give us the lowdown. Zenon, tell us about the congee that we just had and about the neighbourhood that we're in. Thanks, Danny. Um, the congee we just had, firstly, is bloody delicious. Um, but the key thing about it is, for me, um, is it's just got a smokiness, like a smoky hay. Uh, Rumour has it that they actually put some burns or crispy rice into it. Um, it's been going for, what, over 50 years. Moved from Little Laneway into sort of a, a bigger establishment, still very casual, um, and it's just got a great vibe. Dunk your donuts in it, have it with century egg. But just, I, I'd cross town for it as well. It's so good and come with my two-and-a-half-year-old boy. Just a beautiful congee, very smoky, and um, in the heart of Bungaruk, which is just a great neighbourhood, very old neighbourhood in uh, on the river with um, with uh, our Bangkok's oldest road and first paved road, Chavon Kung Road. So, um, and lots of lots of other great food around. So that's the congee. The congee was extraordinary. Just so smooth with that little hint of smoke, as you say, made right in front of you. Just next door is a separate stall making the Chinese donuts from scratch, frying them, and then they bring them over if you want them, and you pay for those separately. It's just a really um, fantastic ecosystem. Um, with your know, produce being sold, produce being cooked, produce being served, eaten and enjoyed all within a little neighbourhood and so characteristic of um, the streets of Bangkok. So Zenon, where are you going to take me to next? Well, if it's open, because it is Father's Day here today and we're hoping we'll be open, but we're going to uh, Chadron Sang Silom. Um, forgive my pronunciation, but it is regarded as one of the uh, one of the legendary um, stew fork leg uh, uh, restaurants in Bangkok in Silom, um, Bangrak, and uh, very very simple down a laneway. If you walk by, you wouldn't even notice it. Um, gets very busy over lunchtime. It opens for breakfast. Um, you know you can have portions of the uh, of the trotter. Um, it comes with rice, so you can have the whole leg. Um, it's just been stewing in all beautiful things like star anise and Chinese herbs. Um, comes with the mustard green. So that's where we're going to head next and hopefully it's open and uh, and it's again incredibly delicious, incredibly soft and tender um, and a great uh, Bangkok breakfast. Cool. So yeah, let's go there, Zaman. Let's walk. One of the things that I absolutely love about Bangkok is the counterpoint of old and new. So we're just steps from this beautiful congee place, but we're outside a boutique cinema, The Prince, where you can get cocktails. Um, and yeah, espresso coffee, Thai tea. Uh, obviously, you can get beers. Um, there's pretty much nowhere that you can't get a beer. Um, so we're going to walk now to this special pork like place that Zanon has talked about. Walking past different street stalls, little shrines, um, 
the streets are fragrant with smoke and busy with vendors. And it's really lovely to walk around Bangkok in the early mornings. Um, there's so much activity, um, a lot of deliveries, a lot of preparation, and some stores that are only open in the morning. So kanji often a, a morning food. Some kanji restaurants are only open from, let's say, 4.30 till about 10.30. Um, but the street that I'm walking along, there are people eating noodles. There are people preparing fruit and vegetables. There is pork sausage being made. There are fruit stalls. There is a bit of everything. And it's steamy, but it doesn't have the full heat of later in the day. Overall, my impressions of food in Bangkok is that it is taken very seriously. Uh, yeah, people don't ask um, how you are here in Thai. They ask, have you eaten? Or what have you eaten? Um, it's definitely at the forefront of everybody's mind all the time. And if you, there's just no excuse for being hungry in this city. Um, 10 steps in any direction and you'll find somebody making food from scratch and selling it. Um, and it's, um, but of course, you know, there's a contrast as well. You know, we, we've um, been, we stayed in two different neighbourhoods. The one we're at now is next to the Siam Paragon department store. And there's an incredible food court um, on the ground floor, which replicates the Thai street food. And I, can, I love the actual streets. Um, uh, feel a little bit allergic to the sanitised versions, but it's been done so nicely. And you just, there's no, I guess there's no point being a snob about shopping centres in Asia because they are such a site of creativity and energy um, and innovation. So, yeah, it's just incredible. So everything you could get on the street is there in more of a shopping centre version. It's done really nicely. Um, it's, yeah, and you can pay with credit card. You can go around and get a bit from here and a bit from there. Um, and yeah, it's a really nice experience. We had some really fantastic um, chicken rice there, some beautiful duck noodles, uh, some mango sticky rice, anything you could get on the streets, you could pretty much get at this um, shopping centre version of it. Um, so yeah, it's a good one. Maybe not everyone feels like walking down the streets getting sweaty and sticky like uh, Zenon and I do. Bangkok to me feels like a really friendly place, you know, a couple of words in Thai will break a lot of ice and, and yeah, people are really friendly and, um, and yeah, keen to share what they're making um, and I suppose that is a little bit of a doorway to being more adventurous than you might otherwise be um, in your daily life once you're not living in Bangkok. Uh, certainly there's a lot of um, offal in different foods, so the kanji we could have had with offal, um, duck gizzards and um, fish innards and um, all those good offaly bits are um, certainly displayed everywhere and available in lots of different dishes. Um, last night I was at a restaurant called Sui, which is a very spicy, mostly seafood, and um, I reckon my favourite dish there, but probably two favourite dishes. One was a spicy egg salad, which was a fiercely fried egg, just with some little condiments, so chili, garlic, shallots, and some herbs. Um, you just mush it all up and eat it with great joy. But the other great dish that I loved was fried mackerel heads. 
they are just like fishy, crunchy chips, um, just with a little um, chili relish, and they were absolutely delicious. So, yeah, if you want to push your boundaries, um, this is a great place to do it. Xenon, tell me about the lane where we're walking down now. Well, um, it's, it's kind of a low-frills lane, um, but it does hold, as we're talking about, uh, one of uh, Bancroft's great uh, pork leg restaurants. Um, the, the other notable thing about this area and Bungwrath is it's known as a creative district of Bangkok, so you've got a lot of things going on, whether it's where uh, commissioned art, uh, you know, cool, cool bars happening, you've got galleries, you've got bookstores, uh, you've got warehouses doing really cool things, um, a lot of music around. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so a lot of good things happening around here, and it's always a mishmash of of our old trade, um, spice shops, medicinal shops. Um, you've even got a lot of jewelers around here and there are a lot of gemstone shops around here. Um, and then and then it's all backed by all the great hotels of Bangkok. So you've got your Shangri-La, your Oriental, Mandarin Oriental. And then also there was a, there's a big European way through here as well. So there's European influence through this area as well. So yeah, um, it's a great area, but um, we're just about to eat some pork. But Oh, all right. I reckon I'm going to dive into this stewed pork leg. Um, it's so exciting to be here. Wonderful to have such a good guide as Zenon. So we'll put the links to his street food guide to Bangkok in the show notes. Um, yeah, really fantastic to drop in and hang out with you for a little bit from this food adventure in Bangkok. Catch you soon. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This is a Deep in the Weeds production.